0: every team, every topic, everywhere this is believe. Welcome into another episode of Believe in the ATP Tour. I'm your host Jacob Sirsasimo and today you're listening on the Believe Network. Uh, We got a little bit to get to today. It probably won't be that long of a podcast. We're going to kind of cut down a couple uh, or go through a couple tournaments and what's going on right now, get through some news, and then we'll get out of here. Sorry, it's a late podcast this week. Got a little busy. I will be gone the rest of the week this week on, uh, on a work trip, which if you follow me on social media, you'll see exactly what I'm doing. Um, and then next week, I'm not sure if there'll be a podcast out or not, because I might be really, really, really busy. So, um, unfortunately that's the reality of things, but it's a pretty slow period right now after the Aussie open in the world of tennis, there's a little bit going on and I'm going to cover that. But other than that, it's uh pretty bare and tennis really started up again this week. And we'll get through that here. In this episode. So let's get right to it. The Davis Cup, uh, the qualifiers for the Davis Cup is underway, or I should say over. Um, The Davis Cup happened over the last week or so, and it was qualifiers. So a lot of these teams, you know, trying to qualify for the finals, which is later in the year. It feels like I just talked about the Davis Cup because I did, and it's in, in, in late November, but you qualify for the Davis Cup right now. So a lot of those players come right off the Australian Open, go right to the Davis Cup, and try to qualify their country, essentially, for the big dance, which is in late November. So, who's going to the Davis Cup, and who's going to be making it all the way in November? Let's go through the teams right now. Uh, this is pretty anti-climatic, to be honest with you. It's an alphabetical order, and really, this doesn't matter until later on in the year. But a lot of these teams aren't really surprises. Australia's in it, Canada, Chile, Croatia, Czech Republic, Finland, France, Great Britain, Italy, Korea, Netherlands, Serbia, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, and the United States of America. So Canada is obviously a really, really good team coming off a win. So they're going to be the favorite, I think, going into this tournament. The United States team has a whole facelift. Uh, A lot of the guys that were on the team last year, not on the team this year, talk about You know, guys like Rajiv Ram and Mackie McDonald are on the team this year. Tommy Paul is a a liftover from last year onto this year's team. But there's really not that many exciting players on the U.S. team. I I mean, don't get me wrong. They're good players. But compared to last year where you had like Jack Sock and Francis Tiafoe and Taylor Fritz and Tommy Paul, this year is, as far as entertainment value, I think a step down. However, I think as far as talent and playing, this team, I think, could make a serious run, not win it because Canada and Italy is going to be really good and all that stuff. But this team is solid moving forward and I'm excited to watch them play later on this year. All right, let's move on. Let's get to what's going on right now in the ATP world. So like I said, there's a little bit of a break for the Davis Cup, but now we're back to tennis. The Dallas Open is happening. It's an ATP 250. It's in Dallas, Texas, as you may have guessed, and. It gets a lot of attention, actually. There's a lot of good players that come to this tournament, especially a lot of good Americans, but I think it turns some eyes, and uh, it's a great place to have a tournament there in Dallas. It's a good entertainment place, and I think the city really buys into it, especially now, and the Cowboys aren't in the Super Bowl, so that's why, too. Let's jump right into it. Who is at the Dallas Open? Top seed, Taylor Fritz. You look at the two seed, that is Francis Diafo. The Americans in this. Let me just go through the Americans. Mackenzie McDonald, Liam Crawl, Brandon Holt, J.J. Wolfe, John Isner... You got Steve Johnson, Steve Johnson. You have Dennis Kudla, Michael Moe, uh, Giron, Rebakov, Chris Eubanks, Jack Sock. So Jack Sock gets a first round win, a good three three uh, set win against Ilya Ivashka um Jack Sock from what I've seen has lost a little bit of weight he looks like he's in a little better shape this year moving into this uh you know this 2023 season so that's good to see especially for American fans as we look for him to hopefully make a run at one of these tournaments because he was the kid who once was and it seems like he hasn't gotten back to that shape quite yet as far as the success goes uh Shapo's in this tournament Denis Shapovalov that's good to see um but really it's the Americans are highlighting this tournament And I kind of want to see JJ Wolf, or I kind of expect to see JJ Wolf make a bigger run at this tournament. Now, there's not quite the names and the you know star power at this tournament as 500s or 1,000, but that's why it's a 250. But still, nevertheless, with the American realm that's in this tournament, there's a lot of good Americans in this tournament. So uh, it's good to measure up against those Americans and kind of see where you're at as far as American tennis. Because if you're top five American tennis, you're a top 20, 25 player in the world. So... Taylor Fritz, hopefully he he gets going again. Uh, he's got a second round match against Jack Sock, so interested to see how that goes With after Taylor Fritz, especially after his early exit out of Australia, that was a little disappointing for American tennis fans, but he has Jack Sock in the next round. Let's go down to Argentina. The Cordoba Open is going on this week as well, so that's another tournament that is a 250 and players will be playing in if they're not in Dallas. No shock here. Diego Schwartzman's the top seed, and he's also in this tournament in his home country of Argentina. There's a lot of Argentinians in this tournament. You look at Cachin uh, and Baez. Sebastian Baez is in this tournament, and then you you know you got guys like not necessarily Argentina Well, yeah, Serendolo's Argentinian. Argentine, and he's in this tournament as well. Uh, that's kind of what happens with 250s. A lot of you know home people get to play in it, which is kind of cool. Uh, Joao Sosa is in this tournament. Uh, not a lot of huge name. Hugo Gostin is in this tournament. Uh, I mean, not really anybody other than Diego Schwartzman. So uh, a, lot, a lot of guys trying to make it in this tournament for sure. But Diego Schwartzman and then if the two seed Serendolo, there's definitely more star power and, as it seems, talent in Dallas. But nevertheless, a good 250 tournament down there. What's coming up as far as tournaments after these 250s? It's kind of a run of 250 tournaments until you get to march where you have indian wells in miami so it's kind of just a slow month here of just 250s and 500s uh after this it goes to there's one in france and then there's a netherlands and then there's the delray beach which is always pretty popular uh buenos aires is in there rio de janeiro is in there as a 500 doha Cor- uh, doha guitar is in there uh france is in there and and then dubai is kind of towards the end of the month with acapulco and santiago so like i said a ton a ton of tournaments a lot of 250s and it kind of just gets us you know gets these players moving a little bit and getting some points and getting some work in before they head to the 1000s which are like the massive tournaments for these guys that comes in march so That is what's going on in the world of tennis as far as tournaments. Like I said, it's pretty slow right now. Uh, Australian Open is like ramp up, ramp up, ramp up, ramp up, and then it's like dead, right? Like not a whole lot's going on until March, and then after March, you have a little bit more time, and then all of a sudden, it's boom. French Open, boom. Wimbledon, summer swing, American US Open swing, boom, and then next thing you know, season's over, and you blink, and it's done. So that's kind of what's going on in the world of tennis right now, and let's get to some news. Not great news and not necessarily news I want to talk about, but news that we kind of have to talk about because I've followed it in the past. Now, I'm just going to kind of get down to it and what happened. So Nick Kyrgios has uh, pled guilty to assault after admitting he shoved uh, shoved over his ex-girlfriend in 2021. This came from... uh, This came from those assault charges that he had last year that everyone was kind of talking about a little bit and kind of wondering what was going on, if he had court appearances during tennis and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of what happened here. There's more on it at tennis.com for sure. But as it comes to... The legal process and all of that stuff, especially the foreign legal process, I'm not as well versed in. And so I re- I prefer you to, if you want more information on this, I refer you to like the AP or Tennis.com or any of that stuff. So that is kind of what's going on with Nick Kyrgios. So on top of that, he, had, he just had surgery and had to drop out the Aussie Open. So uh, a lot coming down for Nick Kyrgios as of right now. In other news... Uh, this has been a long time coming, but 27... This is from Ben Rothenberg. Uh, 27 months after the initial October 2020 abuse ac- accusations by uh, Sharipova against Alexander Svera of the APT- ATP investigation has announced a conclusion, and it seems that they found insufficient evidence. Uh, so I I'm not sure exactly that anything really happened here. No disciplinary action will be taken by the ATP. So this has been going on for a really long time. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go look it up. Alexander Sparev, uh assault accusations or abuse accusations, I should say, against with his ex-girlfriend. There's been a lot going on. He's denied, 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 said it didn't happen. And this is what it's come to. So like I said, I don't know a lot about this either. I It's, it's all, like I said, foreign law and... Uh, especially when you're dealing with the ATP. And if you know these uh, a- accusations are coming from multiple countries at multiple tournaments, the whole thing is kind of complicated. So if you want to read more on that, I, I urge you to go look it up. But I am obligated to tell you what the facts are there, which is it looks like there will be no disciplinary action taken there. And with Nick Kyrgios, um, it looks like he's pled guilty. So... That is what's going on in the world of tennis right now. It's not the greatest news, um, but nevertheless, it's news that is happening in tennis. All right. Like I said, this is going to be a short episode. That was pretty much it. That was right to it. Uh, I'll talk about these 250s a little bit. I might have to take next week off because I'm traveling a bunch and out and about, but uh, we'll catch up when we catch up. And for sure, Indian Wells and Miami are going to be massive in the month of March. So enjoy your February. Enjoy the Super Bowl next week for sure. Uh, Thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. Trust me. I really, really do appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next time.